sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Tom Sides. And that is Sean LaToya Jackson Sides. How did you know my middle names? <laughs> Family's a huge Jackson 5 and Jackson family fan. I knew it all along. Nice. I don't mind some of that shit. Like, uh, I saw mama kissing Santa Claus. That's the first one out of all of their great hits. He goes That's all I got. Camera. Or A, like, B, C. There you go. One, I want Are you, you back. Get copyright sued? If you went on for a little bit longer, I think we'll get sued. But Sweet. Uh, but like I want you back. There's a whole bunch of hits. What's I want you back? I don't know that one. Oh baby, give me one more chance. Oh, okay, Show okay. I love you. That's I'm so I feel so happy for our listeners right now. We just put on like a fucking stellar show for them to start this podcast off. It's gonna be a good one, guys. Yeah, yeah no <laughs> one wants to hear us sing, but it's all right. <laughs> so how you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. I am on like the eve of vacation. Yeah, I'm no shit. Out. I'm gonna record. We're gonna record this. I'm gonna edit it. I'm gonna get posts for the Instagram ready, and then I'm gonna go on vacation. And you're gonna continue to do whatever it is you do when I'm not around. That's crazy. We're gonna have like a long hiatus from talking. Eh? A couple uh, weeks here. A couple weeks because uh, we're gonna put this out, and then I'm gonna have one put out that we've had on the back burner, and then. So, like, no one's going to hear about my trip to Greece until I am completely back. Indeed. I won't get you to get to tell you my birthday tales until uh, you're back. Yeah, I'm away during uh, your birthday. It's okay. Like you there. forgot. It's not a big deal. I didn't forget. I, I, it you. only happens the day after. That includes the forgetting. Sure I had the exact, same down, okay, the exact same thing, the date down pat up here. <laughs> All right. Okay. Don't bring me that kind of fucking smoke. Hey, you got lots of time. Don't worry. All right. Cause um, I'll tell you this right now on your birthday, I'm going to, that is a big fucking travel day. I'm going to be traveling by sea and by air on that day. Really? That's cool. Yeah. So, like, to get back from Athens to make it back for a wedding I'm going to on Saturday. So, there's no like morning flights from Paros to Athens for some reason. Right. And then, like, the two that there are are fully booked shit but there should be plenty more i feel like going to athens when they're like it should be like a constant thing but whatever i'm not gonna tell the greeks how to schedule their flights i suppose not um so i have to book a so i'm taking a ferry an hour and a half two hour ferry then i'm gonna go from the ferry from the port to the airport fly oh, so i'm taking a ferry from paros to mykonos go to the Mykonos Islands, and then fly to Athens. Then from Athens, I have about an hour to catch my flight to Montreal. Crazy. How long is that flight, Athens to Montreal? Nine hours. Okay, that's a pretty decent flight. Is this your first, like, international vacation? Well, like, I've gone to, like, Jamaica. I've done, like, resorts and all that stuff. But this is, like, okay. the first time Tommy does Europe. That's cool. Yeah. You got to take some good videos to release for the pod, like some cool shit, whether it's the scenery or and the food and shit like that. I want to yeah. see some some pictures. Yeah, no worries. No worries. I got you. Sweet. I'm excited. 
I'm like coming to Greece through you, right? It'll be, it's a destination on my list for sure. After like, I want to hit up Scotland, you know, that kind of area. Yeah. But after that, it's like Greece is pretty high up on the list for me. Yeah. Greece is the word, man. The food, you know, you were saying you're probably not going to see too much of the historic stuff, but it's like I said, it's around you everywhere. So well, it's just the whole, the whole country, but I'm mostly like, like we're in and out of Athens. So like we're mostly staying on the Island of Paros. Yeah, and we're gonna just do things like this is more of like relaxation and chilling Sweet. than it is anything else. Nothing so, like, wrong with that. Yeah, so like as much as it would be great to explore like Athens and go see like anything Greek mythology or like where Socrates was or whatever. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I'm I i do not I know that they're Greek mythology. I know that there's like the Greek uh, philosophers and all that stuff, but I don't know if they just roam the streets of Athens. Maybe I don't know. They just chilled in Greece. Yeah, I'm not too sure how it works. What I'm saying is, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just down to go see shit. Like we're gonna do a boat tour where we're gonna go to a whole bunch of islands, swim in the uh, ocean, cool. uh, have like good food, good wine, fucking have a time. That sounds amazing and well deserved. Yeah. And I just got like euros the other day, and nice. Like, yeah, no, I'm. Is the conversion rate good right now or terrible? It's terrible. Yeah, it's always like, terrible. I think like four hundred, like I, for four hundred euros, because I'm not going very long. So like, yeah, four hundred euros, and worst case scenario, I can always get more. Oh yeah, but um, I was like five hundred and forty-six Canadian. That's not as bad as I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna be like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars for that four hundred. At no, one no. point, it was like two, two point three to one or yeah. something fucking ridiculous like that. Yeah. So, but the cool thing is, you're going to Greece, and Greece went through that like economic crisis. Uh, okay. So it's not like everything's expensive in Greece. Yeah, that's fair. So sweet. I that, so I got that going for me, which is nice. Excellent. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty sweet, man. Nothing like being on the cusp of that kind of thing when you've already finished all the hard shit you have to do to get there. And now you're just like, I'm just waiting. I'm ready to go. I have honestly, like the last few days of work, I kind of just phoned it in. Yeah. I'm really like, I have been mentally checked out for vacation since Wednesday. And (laughs) it is like, and it's not even fair because like, like there's certain parts of my job that are super stupidly easy, and I just follow the curriculum, and I just look like, did all of you understand what we were doing? Cool. Yeah. According to the curriculum, we're supposed to spend more time here, but you seem to get it. So, let's wrap up. Pretty much, yeah. You can kind of get away with some of that stuff for sure. Yeah. Like there's there's things like that, and it's like, uh, it's just the way the cookie crumbles. Oh, show. Well, that's exciting, though. Have you caught any good shows this week? Have you been able to catch up on any of the She-Hulk or the, the She-Hulk? Lower I'm Decks caught thing? up. Lower Decks, I'm caught up. Sweet. Um, I really, I got to sit down and watch the new uh, Lord of the Rings, the Ring of Power show. I'd like yeah. to see that as well. Yeah, I really want to sit down. I feel like with, the thing about those is that it requires your attention. And oh, you yeah. And just sit and like you can't just be doing other things like there's always so much going on so like i tried to sit and watch it the other day and it's just like all right no 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 i'm not in the right mindset for this let me hit pause and i'll go back to it i also want to get into the house of the dragon yeah did you watch game of thrones we've never really discussed yeah i I watched game of thrones and like i'm probably one of the few people that 
didn't mind the ending. I blame HBO before I blame anything else. Yeah. HBO does, like, I've gone on this rant before where, like, HBO, for some reason, decides if your show is ending, cool. We appreciate all the time that you've had on our channel, and and it's been great to have you. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you four less episodes that we've normally given you to go to tell a big finale. They did it to Entourage. They did it to a show I really like called uh, uh, The Newsroom. Uh, I'm, I'm assu- and they did it to Game of Thrones. And I don't understand where HBO gets off by going, hey, you know how you've been telling this whole elaborate story for seven fucking years, and you're going to just end it now on the season eight? Well, we're going to give you four less episodes and you're just going to have to wrap shit up. So, good luck. Yeah, that sucks. I uh I didn't hate a lot of it. There was that one episode where the filming was terrible and they did it intentionally to like be murky or whatever. I was like that's kind of fucking stupid and there was parts of the storyline that I thought they just wrapped up terribly in ways, but at the same time it's a fantasy world and you can always untell or retell any story you want as well. There's going to yeah. be like shows that follow that are set after what happened in the series of game and Thro- game of thrones so it doesn't mean yeah. that that is how things are going to be forever in that universe and there's still yeah. like i like the end of some of the characters like Arya and Jon snow running off and like my, it's, it was good my, my big thing is that like you had characters like Tyrion lannister who for seven years was just the smartest person in westeros like yeah like he was like if anyone should be the fucking winning the game of thrones it's him like he yeah he was a fucking genius the whole time like he and then all of a sudden in season eight they made him out to be this fucking buffoon yeah i know what you mean and and like i think that they took away certain character development away for just so, so they can wrap up their fucking story and like i get that they had to do what they had to do like how how you know the uh how uh khaleesi had to become uh the mad queen and all this stuff like it made sense to me it's just everything was just rushed rushed and like you could tell a good story in 12 episodes but when you get fucking dumbed down to eight and you have to tell a lot of shit mistakes are gonna be made oh yeah for sure and like i don't know they left a lot of open um possibilities too which i don't hate you know and I, i like not everything having to be wrapped up in a neat bow so there's that too, you know, but it was good. Um, I've watched all of House of Dragon already. So I've actually, I'm caught up on that. It's okay. It's different. It's like a storyline of telling one family story. So it's not like the same level that Game of Thrones was where you get like 400 characters and 400 stories all running at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's not that kind of a dynamic. It's more just focused strictly on one situation, but it's, I'm interested to see where they take it. I, I don't know if you've heard any of the things, but at, at some point, I guess after season, episode five, there's like a 10 year time jump. So they recast, they've recast all of the actors or sorry, some of the main actors are new actresses or actors in that point. So it's like going to be a weird jump going from like, you get used to these characters in these five episodes. And then all of a sudden it's like, you never see them again. And it's new characters because you're moving forward 10 years in the timeline. That's kind of interesting to see in a show. Mm. I don't think I'm spoiling like, anything. No, no. By saying like, this. Like my my big like my big interest in the show right now is just Matt Smith is in the show. Yeah, I never seen him in anything before this. So he's he's one of my favorite doctors. He was a yeah. Doctor Who. He was awesome in it. He's one of honestly 
it's a toss up between him and um oh my god, why am I blanking David Tennant? Okay. Um but uh I gotta tell you, like like Matt Smith's in a few things when he shows up, he's a he's a decent he's a very good actor. So I'm not surprised that he, you know, he's in the show. What he's I can also, say he's also in him. Morbius as well. He's in Morbius. Yeah, I heard that. What I can say about him and like his portrayal so far without spoiling anything is that I read a lot of articles and a lot of comments and sections saying like people fucking hate the idea of him being cast in this role. And now after a couple episodes, people are like, I want to get his face tattooed on my arm and I love him. So it seems like there was a pretty good arc for that actor already where, and I myself too was like, he's kind of strange looking, but then you like get into what he does and you're like, Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting feller. I'd like to see, like I said, I've, I've saved doctor who it's out there. I got to watch it one of these days, but for things like that, you're like, you see a good character, a good actor. You want to go back and see what else they've done. And that's a big part of who he is and what he's done. So Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, if you if you go back to Doctor Who, man, if you go get into that show, you're gonna you won't be disappointed. There's a guy that loves sci-fi, like all the Star Trek, all as some of the the most creative aliens I have ever seen in science fiction is in Doctor Who. Very cool. You can't get you can't get upset with it. Like you really can't. It 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 shouts Sean. It's a it's a disappointment that you're not actually already into it. Yeah, I'll Um, get there. But but to get into shows that we've already seen. So Indeed. let's talk lower decks first. Lower decks, sure. Fun episode. I kind, yeah. I, I dig it. Um, I like the engineers being like stressed beyond belief, and just the idea of like, but no, we need to work to like that's how we de-stress. And yeah, I've met so many engineers like that. Yeah, that are just those type of people where they just cannot rest. So they written in very well, and like just the whole scene. I like the the fun of lower decks is, um that it is the lower decks you know what i mean yeah. that you're not gonna see the main characters you're just they're gonna have stupid off off-tailed storylines that are in- interesting right yeah like they just kind of pop in like you you rarely have the main command like the what is the senior officers are hardly ever there and i like yeah. Uh, I like Boimler a lot more this season. I find that he's like a lot more fun, especially when now he's trying to be bold Boimler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I find like it's just it's been a lot of fun. Just... I really enjoyed like this. You always talk about like it pisses you off how they don't talk about the new uniforms and stuff like that. But just little things like when uh, Boimler was like, "What are you gonna like? How are you gonna invite people into your quarters when they beep from outside?" Yeah, and he's like, "I like to do the Riker. Come." <laughs> and then they're all standing there going, come, come, come. And like, I was dying. That's fucking yeah. hilarious. Like, no, it's like, the little intricacies of Star Trek, right? Uh, and I love it. Like, this is one of my favorite parts of the show is that there, there's always callbacks to these amazing little things. Like, yeah. the episode before when they had that uh, engineer lady that Jordy uh, LaForge uh, falls in love with as a holodeck and then becomes really disappointed in when he meets her in real life. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! There's like, oh, for sure. And then they had this one like background character that had a this of the scene. I visor. saw that. The yeah. Visor, yeah, and you're just like, you know what? That that's awesome to me. The, knowing the fact that like you like it wasn't like a one and done. There's other yeah. blind people that are kicking ass in Starfleet as well. Like definitely. And they do these little things all the time that if you blink, you miss it. But if you if you're paying attention, like there's Easter eggs galore in every Star Trek lower decks. 
Very true. There's also very like odd and slightly twisted things in the episodes. Yeah. The like how they both the... strip down into their uh, out of their uniform into their bra and underwear to save Boimler and then like but there's nothing to it. There's no there's nothing sexy about it. It was just to I wasn't talking about that. I was talking oh. more about the cat and the Bajoran uh security officer. Oh, I thought that, that was fucking hilarious. I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> just clever writing. Like to the people that don't watch, they were like discussed. They were in like a holodeck program and they took the safety protocols off, and that was starting to turn into some weird twisted sex scene between like a Yeah, well, they were pretending to be uh what is it? Uh, something Clyde. It's uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, yeah. Shoot yeah. Bank robbery. It was just yeah. fucking weird. That's all. It, but it yeah. was fun and it worked. Exactly. It's fun and it worked. And I got to tell you, man, I love I love this, this stuff. I didn't know that they were together. I didn't know. Um, like, I didn't know that her tail was missing until she brought it up, too. Like, did you notice that? <laughs> no, I didn't. I you would see, like, you just didn't see it, so you didn't think about it, right? Yeah, out of sight, out of mind, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Very interesting. It was good, though. Like, I, I'm a fan. I'll keep watching. That's for damn sure. Yeah, no, for sure. So, like, that's been great. Uh, episode 5 of She-Hulk. Thoughts, feelings, concerns. Um, Isn't it episode 4? Is it episode 4? Yeah. We're talking like the one with Wong, and he got he took her to took the um guy to court. Nope, we're talking episode five where Titan Titania sues. Uh, I saw that at the end of four. Fuck sakes, I thought that four. How did I get a week behind? Jesus Christ! Well, that's cool. I have another twenty minute episode to watch. That's exciting. And it's a good one, and you're gonna like how it ends. Nice. We didn't discuss episode four last week, so all right. Well, in typical two sides story fashion, let's exactly see. we're let's behind. Go back in time a little bit. Yeah, no, it was good too. I enjoy. Uh, it's kind of wacky. I do like that they're already showing She Hulk hooking up with people, and it was funny when the guy woke up in the morning and uh, like She Hulk carries the the dude that she courts to bed. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fucking funny too. He was like, "Oh, okay." Like, I do like the confidence dynamic between She-Hulk and uh, Jennifer Walters. Like, like I don't like it. It, it seems like they're the same person. Like deep down at the core, like she, you can call She-Hulk Jennifer Walters, and then that's fine. Yeah. But who she becomes when she she call She-Hulk is entirely di- different from the the dynamic that is. I see what you mean. Walters. Yeah, like the confidence level, and just like yeah. in a different way, she's. I don't know, more confident, I feel. What what was your take on the guy that took her on the date in like the, when she's doing the montage of dates and he's just so concerned about like her powers and if she has any weaknesses and whatnot? You think that guy's uh are we gonna read into this or do you think that this guy's more than what he seems? I didn't think so. I thought it was just like a simple little thing. Be like being an actor and actress. And like, or being famous in any way and going on dates, people are you might date a fan, and I think that's all it was is that just the in the excitement of being able to ask a superhero all these questions in person. They were like overplaying it, just showing that it would be annoying. Yes, I can get that. I mean, I I have the I know what happens in episode five because I know how to stay on schedule when it comes to TV. Of course, yeah. 
<laughs> but um but my theory is does he th- come back is that why they all come back for a different reason like okay they all come back for yeah. a different reason so like don't like Ooh, Tom's spoiling shit. No, I wouldn't die from a spoil anyways. It's okay to talk about theories. Uh, But my theory is, I think that, um, you know, when they go back to the crew of um, the the working crew that tried to to attack her, and then she's like, oh, yeah, I have powers and kicks the fuck out of them. Yeah. I think he might be associated with them somehow. I don't think he's the boss, but I think he comes from money. And I think he's helping who could the boss be. There was a lot of, like, internet speculation that it's Kingpin. I don't think it's the Kingpin. I don't think Kingpin wastes his time with superpowers, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, He's more of a fucking power tyrant, like, in like in the sense of, like, I just want to own the fucking world. Yeah. Um, but what I think, uh, what I think it is, is because, especially now, since D23 announced a whole bunch of shit, I think it's the leader. Um, the leader is this. Uh, now we got introduced to the character that's playing the leader in the original, not the original, with the Edward Norton Hulk. Okay. The guy that was helping him. So it's uh, what's his name? Is like Tim Nelson Duncan or something, or Tim Duncan Nelson or something like that. Okay, I'll take your word for it. And like at the end of Hulk. You, you have like a glimpse of him where his head starts to get bigger so the leader is like where where the hulk gets fucking muscles this dude got brains okay interesting yeah so and we know that the leader's coming back because at d23 they announced that the leader's going to be in the same actors returning as the leader for uh as one of the villains in captain america 4 new world order okay so there could be a tie-in with this show then. So I'm thinking like, well, if they're announcing that, then maybe this guy might be involved earlier. Yeah. So I could see that. So there, there's that. Also, like, I don't get like all the Marvel announcements and how they do it. Like, I find it's very lackluster. Like, I miss the day of like. There's no surprises anymore. There's like, guess what's coming. And it this is gonna happen, and we're gonna yeah. tell you all about it. Like I'm like, I might stop with the trailers. To be honest with you, I, our friends at the Sark Wars podcast, uh, one of the the co-hosts, Tommy Pizzullo, he he doesn't do trailers anymore. He just stopped. Yeah. He doesn't want to know anything. He wants to go in blind. It's and very I, similar to me in that sense. I prefer. I try and I like some of them. I have to. I have to watch. But others, I'm like, I want to know as little about that as possible. I've talked about that because you have no expectations going in and then you get fucking blown away, right? Yeah. I just miss like the, the that what the fuck feeling. Yeah. Like, like when I first saw Infinity War and I was just like there flabbergasted going, so just everyone's just dead. Okay. No one exists anymore. Like it's just like you kind of like you, you knew like something bad had happened. You knew it had to go. Total Empire Strikes Back. You knew it had to do that, yeah, because it was a two-parter. Like you, like we all knew that going in, but like to just like to to have that and not know what's going on is just it's kind of unbelievable. There's like, something to it for sure. And like I, I, I like to announce like this person is the leader that he's making a comeback. That I think could have been a surprise for us, man. Like I, I, like. I get that announcing a cast is all about, you know, part of the marketing plan and all that stuff. But I like I, unless he's 
like that uh, that kind of thing I, I like marvel needs to realize they have our money already yeah like, like you, you have it let some of it be a surprise because we're coming yeah so no, i don't blame you there i don't disagree with that one thing i as you were describing like all the she hulk um bad guys and shit i don't know anything about the hulk's enemies really like very very little like we've heard you talked about planet hulk before and i never followed the hulk storyline so that's a fun mm -hmm. part for me too is like discovering the characters through she hulk mm -hmm. like i don't never heard of a lot of these people or did very put very little thought into these characters which is yeah. fun to be able to explore them through a show like this as well oh 100 like there's a whole bunch uh the whole there's a whole field of villains and characters that need to be toyed with like red hulk i think we're getting i don't know how we're getting it because they announced thunderbolts no yeah. the thing about thunderbolts is that uh william hurt's character is thaddeus thunderbolt ross that's his name like his nickname is Thunderbolt, and the reason why the Thunderbolts is he just it's his own version of the Avengers that that he wants that he can control that he wants to take over he wants to stop the Avengers from doing their thing because he can't control them and he wants his own where he becomes Red Hulk. Okay, but he since died. We're still getting Thunderbolts now. I heard of this great theory out of. Uh, it was on Lights Camera Rant, um, another podcast that's been a very helpful task. It, and also one of the co-hosts of Star Wars was on it. I think he was talking about how when they posted the picture, I'm not sure if you saw the picture of like who's going to be in the Thunderbolts. Did you see yeah. that was surface online? So it's a decent it's a decent cast. But my everyone's big issue is that it, it's like a bunch of people with the exact same power. So like, uh, so like the leader of it looks like it's uh, Elena, from um, from uh, uh, what what call it? Elena from uh, Black Widow. So like Scarlett uh, Scarlett Johansson's like sister. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bucky Barnes seems to be in it. U.S. agent from Falcon the Winter Soldier. Okay. Uh, Taskmaster from Black Widow. Um, the the Russian soldier, the Russian Captain America. I can't remember what his name was. Yeah, he the, was looking. Yeah, so he's in that ghost from Ant Man and the Wasp two, and then in the distance on the side is uh, Contessa Valentina. Elaine. Um, yeah. Yeah. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah. So, so his theory was, well, if they're trying to get the blood from She Hulk. Maybe they're gonna have a red She Hulk instead, and I'm actually kind of fucking down for that. I think that's oh. awesome. It's a creative way to do it, and all that. So that way, it makes sense on why she's part of the team and not the leader. Yeah, kind of thing. And I think it's an awesome group. But it does seem to me like it's a Black Widow sequel that we didn't like ask for. I, I it, it's weird that uh, Zemo isn't in it. I think he might be playing. I think he might show up in it. Like he has, to, I feel like he has to because in the original Thunderbolts, he's a big part of that. But hey, uh, Marvel hasn't let me down yet, so I'm sure. No, let them take us on the journey where they want to take us. I guess yeah. is my best advice. And that could just be their starting lineup, right? Yeah, and like they can take this shit in any direction at any time, however they want. Yeah. So there's that. 
Yeah. So uh, I'm kind of exciting. I'm, yeah. There's like there's stuff to be done here. So it's I'm fucking kinda... hard to like. I'll say this about She-Hulk. One big thing I've noticed: it's really easy to watch. You yeah. Know, you're watching it, and then it's over, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like well, that ended quick. It just sucks you right in. And there's been some hate online about that it's stupid and hokey, and I've seen a lot of hate for it. But I like it. It's so easy to watch, and it's just fun. And like you said, it sets up all these other storylines. And there's Marvel is this infinite fucking universe that is so vast. It's unbelievable how much shit there is. And I don't get why people get so fucking upset with it. It's it's such a fun what did show. You, what did you want? What did you expect from it? If it's if it's upsetting you, so, I, th- I think it's my people, question. Like. There's just a group of fucking hateful fucking nerds that are just yeah, upset. Must be. Women don't talk to me in the real world, and I don't want to see them on the screen in my <laughs> world. I don't want that. I like there I'm is like, people like that. I guess was, I forget that, right? Yeah, and like that's what honestly that's what I think it fucking stems from. To be honest, I don't mean to offend anybody, but that's what I think it stems from. It's this like all I'm seeing is great characters coming to the screen. That like honestly, I want. I want all of them. Give me all of your characters. I want yeah. to see them all on the screen. Marvel, do it up. Give me fucking Squirrel Girl. I do not give a fuck. I've I been want... holding off on what, listening to the Squirrel Girl podcast because I know nothing about it. I'm going to get to it soon. It's on my list of shows to listen to, but I'm curious to figure out what it is. I've heard a lot of hype about it. I don't know shit about it, yeah. so it's a road like, I'm going to take. Yeah, but like, give me that. Like, Why not? Like I'm I'm down for everything. Like people uh, like Miss Marvel got a lot of shit, and I think it's because people can't revert to how they were as teenagers or when or or like that. Because I see parallels of Miss Marvel with Spider Man. Yeah, um, I haven't gotten into it yet. I, not that I haven't. I just She Hulk came out, and I was more excited for that, so I watched that first. But I'll get on it. I've been knocking shows off yeah, a little bit lately because yeah. it's not as nice out anymore. So. Yeah, so uh, it, it, it like for me it was enjoyable and I learned a lot and it was uh, kind of educational in the sense that I knew nothing about uh like the separation of India and Pakistan and all that stuff and like you get a little bit of a history lesson and then you get to learn about a different kind of people and then like I'm down like keep giving me stuff I know nothing about I'm I'm all for it but I also yeah. feel like there's a bunch of people that just didn't watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And that is like evident, and because like you and I both love Buffy. She's a great, strong female lead. Oh yeah, she's quick with the quip. She's a badass. She she holds her own. She has friends that are help that help her along the way. And let's be honest, she doesn't usually really need the help anyway. You know, but they're lots just lots of flaws though too. Yeah, but and yeah, and then the flaws of also <clears throat> being a human or a teenage girl and all this yeah. stuff. And it's just it's fucking badass. I love it. Yeah. And and now that we're getting more female leads, I'm just like, yeah, no, fucking give me all of them. I'm all for this. Like, how would you feel me. like just just an off topic question? Because I just was thinking about it in my head when you brought up Buffy. How would it feel to you to meet Sarah Michelle Geller? Like, how would you if you got to have like a few minutes with her at a con just to be like, hey, how, like I would be like, Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I would I think I would just like gush a little bit. I'm gonna be like I'm such a fan. I like, met Buffy from the movie uh, mm-hmm. Christy Swanson. Yeah, and even that was like cool. Like me and Kieran went up to her, and no one was in line. There was no one there. I don't think like she didn't have a lot of fanfare coming through. Mm-hmm. And we went up there, and I I and Kieran was like, 
dude, you went like, who are you afterwards? Because I couldn't talk. I couldn't form pro- fucking proper sentences. Yeah. She was like super warm welcome. She's like, like she was selling steaks that she personally made and like stain and stuff. And so she was like up selling these steaks to us. And I was like, Haber Jaber, I loved your movie. I couldn't form fucking words or sentences. I was like, am I having a stroke? It was just as someone you looked up to. I had her, I bought Maxim magazine. It was one of the first issues. She was in it. I had her poster up on my wall when I was a kid. Like it was just one of those moments. So meeting actually like Sarah Michelle Geller Buffy, I would be like, holy fuck. Like I I I think I would gush. I don't know if I'd be able to like I think I would be. I I think I would get out the words like thank you for Buffy. Fuck and, yeah. And then I would also probably talk about like thank you for uh th- th- thank you for Daphne cuz she she was great in those Scooby Doo movies like <laughs> But uh, you know, you're honestly, such a child sometimes. Well, though. no, but I am. Like I I fucking love that stuff. <laughs> and like I still like I can She made an impact on me in those fucking movies. <laughs> she did. Honestly, those those, both Scooby-Doo movies are fucking excellent. I, I couldn't get through either one. Never seen either. Were you a Scooby-Doo fan as a kid? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, no, no, you weren't. You weren't. And that's why you can't get it. That's why I'd I'd watch it if there was nothing, no other better yeah, cartoons see, no, I fucking love Scooby-Doo as a kid. Yeah, And then when they gave me that on the screen. I loved it. Yeah, it was good. And it, it was, it was, it was Buffy of... Rich, too, because Riley was in that, too, wasn't he? Oh, uh, no. It was Freddie Prince Jr., Oh, okay. I thought Riley was... plays Freddie in Jane Silent Bob Straight Back. Oh, okay, sorry, that's what it was. Yeah, I yeah. knew there was some kind of dying. <laughs> yeah. Uh Earth so three, are you do you have you had an opportunity yet in any way? When are we gonna no. get to watch that? Oh, there's like it's touring. So you, if you search, they might be in a city near you. Yeah. It released on the thirteenth, but it might only be in a city near you. You gotta search it on Cineplex. So unfortunately where I am in Halifax, it's not playing anywhere. Although, it is playing in Montreal on the 25th, and I happen to be in Montreal on the 25th. So I might might try and sneak a view. It's got five days here in Edmonton and uh, three different theaters. You should go see it. Yeah, I want to. That's interesting. Apparently, it's excellent. The reviews have been excellent about this. I... uh, uh, about this uh i like people have been really amazed and like it's a, apparently it's a heartwarming story like i haven't well, seen it yet but clerks like, is in my top five of all time and clerks yeah. two it was dangerous because you're like don't fucking ruin clerks one and not that did. i thought that they would but it was so fucking awesome too <laughs> like yeah and weird but in such a good way like yeah. i'm excited yeah i'd like to see clerks three it's weird because I'm in like a Facebook group that loves Kevin Smith. It's the world of Kevin Smith or some shit like that. Mm. Like, I love Kevin Smith, but not as much as these people do. Like, it's fucking insane. You, you, any fandom, I guess, people are intense. And the same is true with Star Trek. There's people in Star Trek fandom that are like, I'm like, holy fuck, you're really a fan of this. You know, I love it. I'm passionate about it. But there's just always those people. And sometimes it's really surprising when you see them. Oh, for sure, man. Like, um, it, it, it's it's a it's a whole new dynamic of of people. Like, even Star Wars fans. Star Wars fans are probably the worst group of fans in the world right now. Yeah, with just how much hatred they fucking spew on a fucking daily basis. Like the amount of 
whatever. The, I don't want to speak to it again because it's just giving terrible people my fucking time. <laughs> Here, like, let me change subjects. I have a story for you that happened this week. So um, a little prelude to the story. I've been playing more and more disc golf. I've kind of been like um, trying to develop healthier habits after having quitting smoking. And that was one of the things that like it got me and Karen out. We both quit smoking. So it's kind of like giving us something to focus our time on. And like, we used to get together for our weekly dinner anyways. Now we've been getting together for our weekly disc golf game, which is a fun way to get outside and have a healthy activity. Right. And it's, you don't have to pay to go to the courses. So it's cheap to be able to go and do. So anyways, I've been doing it lots lately. I have my own like little set of discs and stuff like that. I threw one last week and it went into a body of water, a hazard that is on the course. Like, fuck my life. I'm not going to let this disc get lost. So I manned the fuck up. I took my socks and my shoes off and proceeded to walk into the water, which it looked about knee deep, I was thinking. Yeah. It wasn't fucking knee deep. I get in there. It's all of a sudden I'm standing up to my fucking waist. Like, what the fuck? And the thought occurs to me, your phone is in your pocket. Having already drowned one of my phones and losing two and a half, three years of pictures of my life completely fucking sucked so i'm like holy fuck and i grab my phone that's the part that's on video when i realize that my phone's in my pocket (laughs) i whip it as hard as i can to get i got the disc but i fucking nearly drowned my phone it was touch and go i was like oh i think it's fine and then all of a sudden all these error messages coming up uh, your face ID has been deactivated. Go to settings to see what's going on. There no SIM card detected. I'm like, holy fuck! So I just shut my, I shut, shut it down completely. If I can get home, put it in rice, leave it there for like all fucking day and night because it was in the morning when we went golfing, and it somehow survived. I can't use facial recognition anymore currently, and the cameras seems there's still some water in there a little bit of moisture Mm. in there thank god the iphone 11 is more protected from water than the iphone 8 was yeah but like all in the name of love you have to do what you have to do like it's like happy gilmore said or sorry billy madison you get out there and you find that fucking dog i did that but it was a disc and i have the video of me standing in the water so i'll be able to send that to you you can post it through the fucking two sides of the story page but i i'm just impressed with how seriously you're taking frisbee golf fuck off it's a good time i don't i'm not sensitive about frisbee golf you can call it whatever you want ultimate frisbee is not ultimate disc it's like a thing you know what i mean so yeah, it was a fun game it's fucking fun like i got to be honest i hadn't i played this course in rundle park in edmonton my one of my besties lives in that area. And so he's the guy that got us into it. And that car- course is pretty hard. Like you suck. You know what I mean? You're throwing this fucking disc, trying to get it 400 yards. And, you know, it takes a couple throws. It's like a par four, a par three, just like golf. I sucked. But now we've been playing, me and Karen have been playing weekly at this other course that's kind of in our neighborhood. So we meet up there and we play a game every Wednesday or Thursday, whatever works for us kind of thing. But through that, all summer doing this, now we went back to the other course and it was like, oh shit, I'm not, I don't suck as much as I used to suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, you grew up playing sports. I've always had a brother and always played sports constantly in my life. Maybe not through leagues or associations, but with my brother and friends. And I'm pretty good at any sport, but it takes time to develop the finite skills to get great at it or, 
like pretty good at it. You know what I mean? And it's fun to like be doing this and putting um, energy that I had put elsewhere into negative things into positive things. You know what I mean? It's getting like you walk the course, you're walking like 15,000 steps in an evening. That's a lot of steps, you know, like you go, it's very physical in that sense, which is nice too. Right. Yeah. Just a healthy habit. And that's what I'm trying to do lately. I've been, I've changed my life completely in the last couple of years. You know what I mean? Since yeah. doing this podcast ultimately. And You're it's welcome. just, yeah, no shit. It must be your influence on me. Like you could just take full credit for everything. I'm, I'm going to. I like it. It's beautiful. Either way, like life's good. You know, life struggles. You everything it happens for a reason, and you go through hard shit sometimes. But life's good, and it's just cool to make positive habits and do positive things. You know what I mean? And I don't know. That's that's my story. I'll send you that video so you can laugh. I I, I appreciate. So, like, from my understanding about frisbee golf, you need a series of like different frisbees per different course. It's a lot like you need. Like why you would need like a, a nine iron or a three wood. Or yeah, a- it's like a golf bag, like anything, different shots. Like there's a putter, a mid-range driver, a driver. That's about it. Yeah. Putt approach. So you you just like have different discs for different purposes. They're designed very differently as well, which is kind of fun. I'm in like a Facebook group now that where they sell the discs and someone posted the other day to post disc golf injuries. And I was like, okay, come on guys. And then I got looking and was like, Jesus Christ, these guys got fucked up. One guy like stepped in a gopher hole and snapped his shin and like completely yeah. in half. Yeah. There was a guy who took a disc in the side of the face while wearing sunglasses and it jammed the sidebar of the sunglasses into his face. So he had like a piece of his sunglasses sticking out of his face. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Pretty gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Bert Kreischer's a big uh, frisbee golf guy, eh? Is he? Yeah, I'm not sure if he's like he's such a bastard. You just have to say frisbee golf every time. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna like start calling. I don't know. Maybe Star Look, Wars. I'll every call it, like... other famous person ever by their wrong name because you choose to. I mean, the thing that you already do. Yeah, I guess I'll continue doing that. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, the thing you already do. <laughs> I was telling someone the other day about Tears in Heaven, you know, the Derek uh, Derek Clapton song. Eric it's, Clapton, yes. What's that? It's Eric Clapton. I, that's all I had. I was trying well, to come up with one quickly. Well, it's funny like, you said that because, like, one of his old bands where he, when he released the original song, Layla, the name of the band was Derek and the Dominoes. Was it? Yeah, so... I didn't know that was released under them. Yeah, yeah, so it was Derek and the Dominoes, and he changed, like, changed. He made it seem like Derek. I think but... he did this just so that we could have this conversation in this moment. Oh, probably. It's all about... History that. was written that way just so we could have this talk. Yeah, yeah. Neat. That's neat. Yeah, so, like, it, it, like it's interesting that you just went straight to Derek to trying to, like, make a move when, when there's some justice to what you're talking about. Fair. I like your um, backup of my... It's ridiculousness. Yeah. yeah, disc golf, man. It's pretty fucking fun uh, on the wrap. Other than when you throw your disc. I, I was just places. looking it up on Google Maps on my phone to see if there's like a disc golf place nearby. Probably. There's a big uh, tournament actually uh, in, I don't know, somewhere in the east that just recently happened. They had like the worlds there or something. And it's, it's pretty fucking huge. You'd be surprised. Like you spend a hundred bucks to get your discs, which mm-hmm. I did. And then it's like you're set up. You don't have to fucking buy. Uh, how much is it to, to get discs? I bought I bought like around $120 worth, which filled up my little bag that I use, 
with nine discs, I think I got for that price, but they all have different purposes and they all throw differently. So I use, I have a friend who's super into it, like I said, and so he guided me on what to buy. I just said, you know, this is my budget justification because I quit smoking and I have extra money to fucking blow now. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to fucking treat myself so i did and i spent 120 130 bucks something like that it was like like i'm looking on amazon right now and like there are some golf sets you can get for under 40 bucks oh yeah it's, it's cheap to get into for sure you want to have like two putters a mid-range and a driver and then yeah. you're set that's all you need to play any course and then you'll discover like how the discs throw and then you might want to buy a couple more just to like because some pull to the left and it's, there's like a whole technique on how to throw it. It's like you think in your head, like, ah, I've, I've thrown Frisbees lots of my life. I'm fine. But there's like anything, there's a technique to it. And once you kind of learn that a little bit, you're like, oh, okay. But it's super hmm. easy. Watch a couple YouTube videos and you'll be like, easy. Got it. Hmm. You just want yeah. them to fly as far as possible because you're trying to rip these things. Like, Well, yeah, it's just like golf. Like you want to get as close to the pin as possible, right? Yeah, exactly. But it's really, it's super to cheap. learn how to get a bend going and. All that stuff. I mean, like, I wouldn't mind, like, uh, next trip to Edmonton, I'd take in a game with you. For sure. Yeah, we'll take you to the course. It's just fun. It's, like, good. Uh, Edmonton has, like, the River Valley. It's beautiful here. There's a couple nice parks. It gets you out. You walk around. You know, it's just a fun, fun time. I, like, I was, didn't expect that I would be this into it this quickly because I like golf. I, I associate it with golf because it's golf. It's the same setup idea. And I was like, fucking golf. Like, I don't want to, you know, the, the money, the cost of it. And like, it's just a whole like thing, but I don't know. And like, because the sport is growing and it's really small in Canada still, almost everybody that you encounter is just like super fucking friendly because they want the sport to grow. So everyone's trying to be a positive ambassador for the sport at the same time. They yeah. can see that we're new. Cause we're like, we suck you know, compared to some of the other people that have been playing it for a while. And so people are just extremely welcoming. No, that makes sense. We twice now we've lost discs in some wooded areas and strangers come over and they're like, help us out and find it. You know what I mean? Or the one guy we've run into a couple of times now, he's like holds the record on one of the courses. He's really good. He, uh, um watched when we threw so we were sp- spent 10 minutes fucking searching through this bush and he's like guys i saw where it entered and he came and found the disc for like just that kind of shit is nice to see too you know yeah no that, that, that makes perfect sense to me i mean like so like obviously these parks are like public public parks right yeah so how does how do you start if already someone it's just like you just waiting for someone to get off that green and then you start or like yeah basically so there's like 18 holes example at rundle park so you go there you can uh, download an app and look up the course so you know where the start point is Mm because otherwise you could start anywhere on the course and be like this is hole 13 there's signs but you go up and there's like a, a sign saying par three par four and it shows you where you throw off from, like your tee, your teeing off spot. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of shows you on the map on a line where where to go through the trees to get to where the basket's going to be. Yeah. And then you just go from there. So, and I mean, then when you get it, to it, the... It just sounds like so much fun to me. Like, Yeah. When you get like, to the end of hole one, you're at hole two. And, like, you're already pretty much close. You maybe have to walk, like, 15, 20 feet to get to the next tee off spot. Mm-hmm. And then that takes you off in a di- different direction, just like golf would. Yeah. So it'd be like a cool thing to get into like next summer because obviously like 
falls just like around the corner. Like, yeah, I can for probably sure. get started when I get back. But I mean, like, yeah, I know. Realistically, it's like coming to the end of the season for sure for us, yeah. it, it, which sucks because like it's fucking fun and I'm gonna miss it. Just like any physical. When I used to train in martial arts, you know, you get off work, you're like, oh fuck, I don't know if I want to go tonight. But then you do, and afterwards, you're like, that feels so fucking good. And just like getting out and being active and like doing these things like me and Karen and Xavier have been playing together. So the three of us like getting some bro time out on the course too. It's just a fun thing to like do. You could have beers if you wanted to. I drive, so I don't, but yeah. you know, that kind of thing. I feel the same way up. about football, man. Like I know it's not as active cause I'm coaching instead of actually playing, but same thing like, though. Yeah. No, but like I, like there are days I come home from work and like, I'll try and sneak a power nap in or something. I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm fucking tired. And, but I get there and then my energy level is just, yes, this is why I went in. And then like, I'll get involved in some of the drills. I'll teach the guys like you want to make this kind of contact. You want to do this. Oh, yeah. You want to do this. Like, it's it, it's it, it does so much like i got like bruises all over my arms and chest right now because like i'm let the players just full-on hit me yeah and it's like so like when i go to greece and i take my shirt off and people are like tom what's with all the bruises and like he <laughs> beats me she just <laughs> for sure She's... no but that's what i'm saying like and that's what like advice to anyone out there listening if you're feeling like a little it down in the dumps or something get off get off your butt get out there and like experience something you know whether it's like trying a new skill or trying a new sport or like tom's doing coaching like i'm doing playing disc golf like find something that's cheap easy get out there put yourself out there and it's the same advice i had for like people who were anxious about going to parties or stuff like that it's like just say yes if someone asks you to do an activity say yes and then you're going to have a good time. And that's just how life works. Yeah. Well, there are people that go to these public places and they're just like, oh, man, I'm out in public. And like, like there are people that are wet blankets. It's not. Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah. true. It's just fun. Like, I, I love that about I miss that about training in martial arts too. the camaraderie, a the like adrenaline, you know, and I yeah. listen to Rogan sometimes and he talks about how like he doesn't hasn't experienced mental illness in his life. And he feels like a lot of it is due to the fact that he doesn't give himself time to stop. He's constantly going, he's like, must work out. If he doesn't work out, then he gets fucking starts to feel down in the dumps, but he knows himself. So he works out like the same is true for everyone. And like working out is like, you don't have to go to a gym to work out. You can walking is working out. You know what I mean? Like doing any type mm-hmm. of physical activity is fucking working out. Playing darts can be working out. Well, you know what I mean? When I play darts, there's usually beer in hand. So whatever activity I would get from darts, it's gone. Yeah, but you're still walking. You got to walk back and forth, especially if you suck. You're walking back and forth to that fucking board. How many times? That could be kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> that that's uh, that's you just being really fucking nice to people who play darts. I think, buddy. <laughs> I'm just trying. I, and I hate. I saw it on ESPN or fucking Sportsnet. So, I mean, there's something there. Yeah, that was ESPN 8, the Ocho. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was 14, actually. Yeah. Like, they have to have some kind of content at all times. Uh, just a quick little update, too. I was talking to you last week about the UFC, all excited about the diaz Chimiev fight. That fight got canceled because Chimiev came in eight pounds overweight, which is, like, fucking a lot overweight and completely unprofessional. So they canceled the fight. They made... 
Tony Ferguson was fighting this uh, fuck, Kevin Kevin Jackson. Maybe? I can't remember his name. Sorry. But they switched up the whole card and had Nate Diaz fight um, Tony Ferguson, who's another like OG original gangster kind of guy who's been a good fighter and kind of a, a tough guy the whole time. And so it ended up being not the card I wanted, but Nate Diaz won the fight. And it was his exit to the UFC. He went out on a win by choking the guy out. And it was a fucking entertaining fight. So, And then at the end, instead of being like the thug gangster, stupid talk that he does sometimes, he like was grateful. He thanked the UFC for his career and thanked Dana White. And it was a really nice way to go out, I thought. so. Nice, man. It's always like good to see when you're like a good sport and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I was worried um, he was going to get smashed by that fucking up and comer. So, so I'll tell you this right now. Like I told you, we had our first football games uh, the night we recorded last week's podcast. Yeah. So our junior team, younger players. So here's the thing: everybody else is a mixed bag of ages. We we had so many players that we created two teams: a junior and a senior team. So these are all younger players by like a year compared playing against guaranteed one year older than them mixed with some kids their age. Yeah. So the first game we got smoked like I want to call it like 36 nothing, but it was eight nothing at the half up until like the third quarter. And then we don't have like. We have enough players to have two teams, but like when you have two teams with the bare minimum amount of players, a lot of players have to play both sides of the ball. So what right. it came down to for them is just running out of gas. Um, so like they lost. But yeah. then our senior team beat Halifax like thirty to nothing. Holy shit. So like You got a good team is what you're telling me. Well, we got a good team and like there's development stuff, like there are things about our junior team that I really like. We just had to, like, we kind of changed our offense. Uh, like, after that game, we have completely changed our offense. We're changing the way we kind of do things. And kind of, like, one coach was doing the offensive coordinator for both teams. Like, that stopped. We have one coach doing it for this team, one coach doing it for that team. Yeah. The, the one coach is doing fancy shit, which is fine. Like, I don't mind doing, like, teaching that kind of stuff. But if you have new guys to the game... They have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Yeah, that's fair. And so you're you're kind of running before you can crawl. Kind of yeah, thing. I get you. And so now now that we're crawling and now we're starting to walk, uh, it's unfortunate I'm missing the game tomorrow because I gotta you know fly on my vacation. So I'm missing like a whole. Uh, I'm missing like four games and two days of practice. Like it sucks, but like that's life. It is, and like I'm looking forward to seeing them when I get back. Like I, I love these kids. Like it's so much awesome. fun to be a part of, and like getting coaching is, it's fun. It's, it's cool fun. too, like being in a bit of a smaller community than what you're used to in some of the other places you've been, like Vancouver, Montreal. Like these kids are gonna grow up, and you're they're gonna be like, like Tom or Coach Tom when you're out somewhere. Like that's yeah. like a reality of life, right? Yeah. And then like I have fun, like. Like I said, like if we're doing offensive plays, I'll go on the uh, D line and like try and like get by my guys, and then like yeah, I'll talk some to the quarterback. Like, Our quarterback's a kid named Caden. I'll be like, "Hey, Caden, hope your affairs are in order. I'm coming for you, kid." And like, <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed to hit the QB in practice. I'm like, "That's for the players." 
That's funny. <laughs> You're like teaching a whole generation of little kids to just shit talk like no one else. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's good and bad at the same time. Like it's That's funny. Yeah. No, good for you, man. It's yeah. nice to have these things adding to your life, you know, yeah. and you're building a life for yourself down there. It's cool. Yeah, man. Like I like I'm really like I'm really into putting down some roots here. So it's good for you. It's been going in. So like I'm getting like involved in all the sports. I'm getting like, you know, I'm gonna be looking forward to playing like in a softball league and I wanna like I wanna keep coaching football. Like I would I don't want this to ever go away. Yeah, no like, kidding. Why would you? It's funny because like I, the, what I do know about your dad is like he was a big coach, right? Like he loved. Well, sports. he was more like he wasn't a coach. He was in like uh, management. Like he was a GM and stuff. He like was that. always involved, though, right? Yeah, like, he was always involved. And that's just it's cool to see you becoming involved. And I'm sure he'd be extremely proud of what you are doing in that. Yeah, as well, right? Yeah, and I I know that he would like that, and like just the cool. fact that I'm getting involved is just so much fun. And like you don't like. I wouldn't mind getting involved with hockey, but like the thing with hockey is that you have to do all these courses and you have to do it's all a these. commitment. It's right? a real fucking commitment. Whereas like yeah. football, it's, it's two nights a week and then there's two games <laughs> easy on the come, weekend. Easy go, yeah. Like, you know, I can sacrifice a Friday night for back to back games or like wake up early on a Saturday morning and then give up my Sunday afternoon. Like I don't I don't mind that. Yeah, for sure. For, for eight weeks or whatever it is, like Fuck, why not? Not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty good. Uh and also speaking of football, we had the week one of Survivor Pool. How did it go? I'm still alive. Oh, good boy. And two thirds <laughs> of the league is gone. Really? Wow. A that whole quick, bunch hey? of fucking upsets happened in week awesome. one. My Bears destroyed the fucking 49. Well, not destroyed. It was 1910. But the fact For is them, the Bears were down good. 10-0 at the half, come back, win 19-10. And a lot of people picked the 49ers to beat the Bears that week. Gone. So there are uh, 1,875 people. And I'm, I'm just going to tell you the updated. Uh, yeah, I'm dying to know. The updated stats are. Hold on, bear with me. I got to find the text message. Bear with him. Nice. Yeah. Because uh, he loves the Bears. That's why he said that. Yeah. So in week one, 965 people were eliminated. Holy fuck. 910 remain cut in half baby oh it's it's hilarious anything can happen so this week uh i'm I'm, i chose the cleveland browns with all due respect to uncle sparky i have zero faith in the new york jets to win a fucking football (laughs) game so i'm hoping the cleveland browns win and i carry on to week three that'd be sweet that's crazy that it cut in half in week one, right? That's awesome. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing I love most about football. You could win saying, this oh, early on too, right? This pool. Hmm? You could win this pool early on. Well, it, because like I don't know what it, it comes down to. Like, it, like if like the one guy that's last gets the money, or you have to last the whole time to get the money. Right. So, well, like, it, it has to be the last guy, last man standing. You would think. I don't know. I I gotta I gotta have to double check on that. Because that'd be fucking like what? No one wins then. Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, you should uh, probably I, look into that. I'm gonna look into it because <laughs> I just like I go through a buddy and like he just signs me up and then nice. does that for me and I just pay him and he pays the guy and all that. Wait so, a couple of weeks before you really have to check in. You yeah. know what I mean? You gotta get through a couple rounds first, I guess. Yeah. So. 
it'll it'll be interesting to say the least. Like this it, has been it, it it that's what I love about football. Like football, like even when like football upsets happen all the time. Like yeah. just, even if you're like the most fucking intense team in the league, like on that day you may not same as it. every sport, right? Yeah. Upsets happen. It's the name of one, the game. One one play can change the whole dynamic of the fucking game. Yeah. And it's and it's crazy. So I love it. Well, yeah. That is awesome, yeah. sir. Yeah. So like while I'm in Greece getting some sun and drinking ouzo and having octopus, what are you what are you gonna be getting up to? Well, um we started renovating our basement, the flooring. So we're in the middle of that. I'm gonna be doing some more work on that this evening. I I don't know if I should have talked about this on the pod, but I did. So um that's a big thing that's been going on. Birthday coming up, like I was telling you there. Um, there's so much going on lately, but I've been picking and choosing what it is that I'm going to do. Cause like we got the con this weekend, but I don't think I'm going to attend due to all the guest cancellations. I don't need to go. I think I'm going to save up and go to Calgary instead this upcoming year. Cause their guest list is fucking incredible down there and it's not far to go. So anyways, uh, after that, I have a couple days booked off after my birthday, just Monday, Tuesday kind of take a long weekend so I, I don't know what i'm gonna do we'll see i don't have anything like crazy crazy on the go but it's the you know the fall clean we like to get our house all in order and everything set up for the winter you know what i mean and the, mm-hmm. i already did a lot of the yard stuff and things like that so now it's just coast we'll probably go out to the lake at some point again do like a it's nice to go out to the lake this time of year too you can you don't get the water sports but you get the like nighttime drinking fires you know, that are really like you get those in the summer, too, but it's colder in the fucking fall. So it's fun to do those as well. Right. But oh, 100 percent. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Nothing too crazy planned. Just some relaxing work, obviously work, relax, work, relax. Try to keep that fucking I'm in the process right now of looking doing some serious research on how to open an eBay store to start out. So uh, I got to do more research on that today, but I'm in the process of doing that, too. Nice, man. That's you. Always got something on the go. Yeah, well, I've been side hustling for a long time, as you know, buying and selling. And I have like, I've been getting some inventory lately. And it's stuff that I don't want to sell locally because I won't get as much bang for my buck selling it. Mm -hmm. So I got to do a little bit of the online sale stuff. Just cool shit. You know, I couldn't pass it by when I was out garage selling. And I'm like, you know what? Instead of selling myself short, getting 20 bucks for something I could get 80 bucks for. I'm just going to fucking look into actually going the route, opening up the eBay store and trying to fucking, I don't know, even know if I'm misspeaking by saying an eBay store or if you just post it and sell it. Like I was actually just about to post my first thing before we started recording. You messaged me, you were good to go. So I was like, okay, I can finish this after editing it. I got to figure out the shipping. What That's are you selling? Like a, What's the first thing for sale? The killer bees. Oh, the, the wrestling figures there? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that'll be number one, I think, on the list. But at the same time, like I have an extensive hockey card collection now, too, that I don't need because I just cheer for the Oilers, basically. You know, you hang on to some of the rookies to see where they go, blah, 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 yeah. blah. But I have a lot of other cards ranging in price from $0.25, cents, $2 up, you know, a couple dollars, all the way up to the $10, $15, $20 range. And I'm talking like hundreds of these cards, maybe. So it's time to like start liquidating those so i'm not hanging on to all these shit all this shit i don't need that's like conversion back to money so i can keep floating it into other collections and stuff like that Mm -hmm. 
So that's something I'm going to try to pursue in the next couple of weeks. Perfect, man. Good for you, man. It's, it's a, that's a great way to be like, you got that hustle going. Yeah. Why not? It is what it is, you know, and I'm passionate about it. Like I love this shit, man. Yeah. So why not? Uh, like, well, I get to pass through collectibles and do something I love. I also get to like give people the collectible that they've always wanted. Like if you're on eBay and you're buying the killer bees fucking wrestling duo team from 1987, you really fucking want that. It's yeah. not just going to be like a casual buy. Oh, I wouldn't mind buying those two. Like, no, if you're by, if you're seeking those guys out, you're buying them. You really fucking need them in your collection. So being the guy that gets to facilitate that as well is a cool thing, right? Yeah, exactly. You get the, the one thing that this person been searching for, for like, they're like, I have every tag team from the eighties. Yeah, I need. exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. No, no, I like no, I said that. I think I've said it on the podcast, but I've said it in person to a couple people. I love being a caretaker to curiosities. Yeah. No, that's very well said. Very well said. Uh, to change gears up, I, there's a topic I did want to talk to you about while we're, uh, while I got you here, because uh, you know how I've been going to Cheers, and so there's always been these like. Uh, through TV history, there's always been these iconic hey, hangouts. So you got the Cheers bar, you got the Max in Saved by the Bell, like that diner, the diner in Seinfeld, yeah. the the coffee shop in Friends, McLaren's Pub, and How I Met Your Mother. You know, uh, my question to you is: if you could hang out at any famous sitcom joint, where would you want to be? Hmm, that's such a loaded question, Jesus. I mean, there's the iconic, like, the friends would be sweet, like, to go, but it's like a coffee shop. McLaren's to me is like, like, hold on, like, please understand, like, it's, or, uh, it's the, like, your, your hangout is that, like, you know, like, you, what, what hangout do you want to be? Are you want to be like a regular at a bar? Do you want to be, are you going to be like, this is where you get your morning coffee? And also, what comes with it is that certain, like, lifestyle right so are you going to be a new yorker that stops in at central perk for a coffee uh are you the kind of guy that after a long day of working the docks in boston are you going to go pop in and cheers for a, a beer like like it's really so fucking tough like you're, you're i love the question but it's such a loaded question i yeah. have to like i don't want to skip on any of the cool ones that i'm not thinking of in my head right now but cheers like to be in that era, we talked about this last week's episode. I mm. love that fucking bar. I love that setup. To get to like to live that life in Boston and to be, you know, drinking and going there. And like Crystal's been to that bar when she went to Boston to see John and Lori. Mm-hmm. And I will eventually see that bar as well. So I'll have to speak to it when I once I've been there to be if like that would be my shtick. But there's a lot of them, man. Fuck. I don't know. That's a good one. For me, the iconic ones, like if I was going to live the New York life, I love McLaren's. I love How I Met Your Mother. If I could just fit in and like be part of that crew, see Barney's shenanigans every night. Yeah, but like, also like think about it like as an outside perspective, like you could be a regular, but not one of the. Yeah, it's just like, like McLaren's isn't that impressive of a bar. It's kind of a dive in ways. Yeah, but I, personally, I love a dive. You do. And also, yeah. let's be honest, cheers is a dive bar really any bar that you have to walk downstairs to get to is the original dive bar i guess yeah you're not wrong in that sense um hmm 
Do you have an answer to this question predetermined? Uh, predetermined. Like, I, it's a thing like I was kind of thinking about. Like, would I want to go back in time and have a beer for a fucking dollar? Yes. <laughs> that would be awesome. But then, like, but then you, like, really kind of think about it. So, like, what kind of life that, like, would allow you to just be that regular bar, bar fly and, like, have, like, no really home life? You're always at the bar, like you know, and also look at the fucking difference between like the life they have then versus us now. Like, if you want to go for a pint, it's eight dollars, ten dollars. Yeah, like in between. I there. wouldn't. I don't want that bar life either, though, right? I've never been a bar life kind of guy. Yeah. So I was. But there's like, what's that? Sorry. So like, I I had that life. Like I yeah. There were a few bars in Montreal where I was just a regular at, and if I for lived. Sure. If I lived downtown Halifax, I guarantee you I would have had that life again. Oh yeah. Like and, and that's my thoughts of... go to like the comic book store in Big Bang Theory. Yeah. And but also you that's know? another that's another iconic hangout spot from television. Yeah. You know, it's uh it's right there. The the coffee shop in Fraser. Uh, yeah, I thought about that one too. But if I had to choose coffee shops, it would be friends, I think. If yeah. I had to choose bars. I like the booths in McLaren's. I do like a good booth. I don't remember there being booths in Cheers. I don't like the booths. You don't like a booth? I love a table. Really? Is it because the booth judge? No, because here's the thing. Table, you can always add to the table. Okay. That's the thing I I like like about that. What a nice thought. You can always add to your table. You can combine tables. You can't combine booths. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Hangouts... Huh, I'm trying to think. The Bat Cave, I would go to the Bat Cave and hang out any fucking day of the week. Yeah, yeah, but that's not a that's not a public hangout. That oh, is, right, uh... it's not public shit. Yeah. Um, hmm, I don't know. It's a really good question. It, it, I think it needs more thought. I don't think that I can yeah. give you a great answer yeah. right now. But like we named well, off. What about ten spots. forward? Yeah. Oh fuck! You just made my pants tighter. Yeah. Ten forward would be fucking hot. Quarks. Yeah. Corks. No, let's do that to you right now. You had to choose between corks, ten forward, or um, um, the bar that uh, fucking uh Tom Paris designs from the nineties to hang out in. Um, it would definitely be corks. Corks, really? Yeah, of course. Nah, the jingles, the fucking dabo, the holodecks are there. You don't gotta fuck around. Ten four, it's fun. Show me the holodecks. There's no holodecks in ten four. You gotta walk to the other side of the ship. I ain't looking to fucking spend my you time. You don't have a fucking map of, of the Enterprise on you. You don't know for a fact that you don't have a map of the Enterprise on you. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, fuck that. I, I, quarks is everything. Plus, there's like wheeling and dealing. There's a little like shiftiness there. If I want to get my hands on some fucking magic mushrooms that are banned by Starfleet, but mm. I just want to fucking get high. Then I can go talk to Quark, and I bet he's going to hook that shit up. There's a shapeshifter that comes in and out of that place, I heard. Uh, like, it'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, but that shapeshifter's a dickhead. He's kind of a fuckface, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got some creepy weird thing with one of the other officers that he's into and shit. And, uh... Yeah, see, like, the... The Seinfeld Diner doesn't do much for me in the sense of like it's here's a common place where we like to have lunch. Like Yeah. Eh. Like and then like the coffee shops, like I do like the idea of just like if you're in New York City and you're on the go, like this is 
this is the spot for you. Like, or this is like a nice little central park shop near my apartment that I can just yeah. you know, kick back with in my book and have a have a latte. You know what I mean? Yeah, not terrible. Um, no, there's a lot of like I like the iconic hangouts, and it's always funny when you really think about the reality of these places and the reality of the lives that the people live that are at these places but all the time. I also look at who I am now. The amount of time I spend in a coffee shop, like actually like at a coffee shop is nothing compared to the time that I have spent in a bar. Oh, so yeah. Like, right off the bat, like I feel like I would take Central Perk and the coffee shop from Fraser out. Off the table, yeah. No, and that with like given that point, I'm more of a bar person as well. Mm-hmm. But um, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. There's so many good hangouts. And like when you open up, I think Quark's is like, of any fantasy bar place I could hang out, I think that's pretty fucking pretty much hitting the nail on the head of a fun ass place that I'd like to go because it has mm-hmm. a multitude of different forms of entertainment all wrapped into one. There you go. So that, that that's fair. Like and then like it's nice to see like like it makes sense why everyone goes to Quarks. Like they they're stationed on on the and there is like a food court. On, on there's the other Klingon. options. There's a Klingon yeah. bar as well. Yeah, there's a Klingon where, and there's a like what 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 else was there? There's another thing. Uh, well, there's like a Jum Jum shop and the Klingon yeah. restaurant, the Promenade. They just call it the on the Promenade. There's like yeah. replicators on the Promenade. Yeah. And the so yeah so like the options are pretty much endless. It was just like a fun thing like like uh, and then like it would be like who would you rather have a one on one beer with? Mm-hmm. Or who would you rather as your bartender? Would you rather Carl, Sam Malone, or um, Quark? Sam or... Malone is easy to have as a bartender. Who the fuck? Or Woody, Woody Harrelson as well. Because yeah. he's. Kind I was of gonna say, but like, but I was gonna throw in. You get Guinan. Who would you? Who would you want to vent your problems to the most? You had Sam Malone, Carl from the bar, um, Guinan, or Quark. Who would you like? You're sitting alone at the bar and you're just going like, listen, this is what I got going If on. you're looking for the best advice, you're definitely going with Guinan for the years of experience. I feel like Quark wouldn't really listen. Sam Malone cares, but he's just like, oh, so too full of himself to be able to give you good advice in ways, I feel. So, yeah, I think Guinan, if I'm looking, if I'm really like in a struggle in my life and I want to talk some, she's unforgiving though, too. You know what I mean? If you are the problem she's not going to hold back being like, look, bitch, you're the fucking problem here. Not yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know? So there's that too. If you, do you want the truth or do you want a little bit be lied to? If you want to be a little bit be lied to, don't go see Guinan. She ain't going to yeah. tell you that. Like, I feel like Sam would be the best for that. If he was like, he'd sugarcoat sugar- it. Yeah. He'd sugarcoat it a little better. I feel you. Yeah. I feel like if I really wanted my mind blown, I would talk to Guinan. Like, if, like in a world where like Worf can change his fucking worldview based on something Guinan said, like yeah. he's worth fucking talking to. But I do think that there's something like the old school bartender with the towel on the shoulder while cleaning, it's cleaning a glass, hearing your problem. Like that's like the Sam Malone. Like that is he's been there and done that. That's for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I just. Like there's this nostalgia for like the old sitcom or the old haunts and all that stuff. And yeah, I don't think bartenders work the way that they used to anymore. Like some do. Like I've seen 
You need an old boys. You, you need like those old boys taverns or those bars that are strictly like you know you know who goes there. Like there is one bar I know of in Montreal. Uh, it's oh fuck, I can't remember the name of it. I go there all all the time, and you get the big bottles, and everyone there works construction or some kind of thing, and. They just come in, they have their bottle of beer. Hell, I ran into one of my old English teachers there, and now he has a ZZ top beard. That's funny. Yeah, it's the May the the Mayflower. I've been to Mayfair, one of those. Sorry the, sorry, the Mayfair. The Mayfair is what it's called. I've been to one of those in Edmonton, and it's actually like a secret society, so I can't really talk about it on air. But yeah. it was like cool as shit, and it's surrounded around music. So these yeah. people meet up and they play instruments in this. Yeah, yeah it's kind of the same thing at this it's place. It's a dive, too. but everybody seemed to know everybody, and I was just there because someone brought me in, yeah. and it was like the coolest fucking experience ever because it was like, you know, there's a set, no determined set list, but guys just go put up their names on the next waiting list, and other people can sign up if they want to perform with them. So you get like sometimes you get a guy go up and sing a song with the guitar. Next next song. There's 15 people on stage, three pianos and two bass players and five guitarists and two singers. And it was a fucking wild ass night. And it was just cool because then a new person would walk in and put their saxophone up on the stage and then go into the area where you can get a drink and then go to the area where you smoke. And yeah. so you just like see them pass through each area and, and they all had numbers. So they all these people get a membership number. So if a, a really high number is there, and you don't want to be disrespectful or rude to that number in any way because they can just say this guy get the fuck out of here because i'm a higher number than you and that's like the pecking order of this fucking place so it was really cool to go through a place like that and see where there was like it had that old school fucking feel like a speakeasy feel because it is a, ultimately an illegal speakeasy mm-hmm. but, that's awesome cool. yeah it was fucking fun <laughs> well, have you ever been since no i want in and i know you have to have i think three to five people vouch for you to get in and I have those people now so it's just a matter of jumping through a couple hoops and then I'll be in but I like I said I'm not a huge bar person anyways but live music is also fucking awesome to see so it, yeah it hits a lot of nails on a lot of heads I gotta I'll figure that out at some point so that's something I would like too like because like as long as you're like if they're doing covers and they're playing some fucking hits I can get into it oh dude it's awesome. Like Crystal's so funny with sort of stuff like that. I was out with the boys having a smoker. I don't even remember, but I came in and we'd had a few. And Crystal's like, I love this place. I want to stay here forever. Cause it's just people like music, man. You know how like moving it is to see music. You do, you know, when you, it touches your soul in that way, that's what that shit does to me. So seeing that and just like, you can just stand there and you're so close to the stage and these people are like incredible. They're not in a band, but they've played their whole lives, you know, 50, 60 year olds who are fucking amazing. They're not touring musicians. That doesn't mean that they're not just as good as any musician you'd see or hear. Right. Mm-hmm. No, it, exactly. It's, and it's just like a fun nightlife kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my dives. I'm trying to think there was, I can't remember what show it is, but there's like a, a show like that where there's a little stage and the people go weekly and there's always performers there. I can't think of it. But... The OC? What is it? Was it the OC? Was no, they... I never oh. watched that one. 
Okay, because all the season. I guess the bronze. You could even say the bronze. Yeah, the 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 bronze and Buffy. That is another yeah. one. They see, but I wouldn't choose that one because the likelihood of death is so. Yeah, hard. fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, eternal life. I don't know. I don't know. Tom. I, don't, I know we've had this discussion. You know, right. I, I I'd sooner take my own life than fucking be a vampire. Yeah. Fair. Because then I'm not me anymore. I'm like evil. You. Yeah, and I have no say in that until like a gypsy puts a curse on me. Exactly. So and like, how often do you run into a gypsy these days? Oh, never. Not I'm, nearly often. Enough. I don't even think we should be saying gypsy to be honest. But that's is the that a... I don't know. I think it's a thing. I don't know. Uh-huh. All I know is that's what made Angel into this. Speaking of Angel, and I want to bring this up real quick. Sorry, I wanted to bring this up when we were talking She Hulk. Doesn't uh doesn't She Hulk and the lawyer the the doesn't it remind you of season five of Angel like at all? Wolfram and Hart is like all honestly right from the get go when I for first episode and they hired her, I felt like they're evil in some fucking way. They look like they represent the ugly of the fucking Marvel superhero world. And all I could think was Wolfram and Hart. And it's I forgot to bring this up to you, but the whole time it's like she's an agent for Wolfram and Hart right now and hasn't realized in like at any point. I, I, had, I don't think that she's an agent for Wolfram and Hart, but like it just like I, I think that I think the whole like, I think we're trained to not like lawyers. Yeah, they're shitty people for sure. Yeah, but like I think that's what it is. So I feel like the fact that she's working for a lawyer co- corporation is a big misdirection, where we're not going to see who the e- real big bad actually is, and in, and in reality, she just has like a job. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I don't think it's Wolfram and Hart, but like when she's li- working at a lawyer's office. And then uh, one episode, there's this fucking shape-shifting elf and another Wong's just showing up via portal and, like, there's fucking hell demons. Like, I'm watching this and go, this is season five of Angel and I'm fucking loving it. I yeah. fuck- And you know me, I loved, I loved season five of Angel. Yeah, it was uh, the best for sure. Yeah, especially I the those episode. relationships, hey, like Spike and Angel. I haven't watched Buffy in a while. We've yeah. talked about it a little bit in this episode, and it's just making me be like, fuck, I missed that show. Yeah. Shows the two of the, them. The two of them. And it's fantastic. It's honestly to bring them back, like, like go get back into it. It's good. Xander kind of had a fall off, like, in life. I wonder if we could get him on the show. Would you want to have him on if we could have him on? Why not? I mean, like, I'm sure we wouldn't have, we wouldn't get to talk to him about his alcoholism, but I'm no. sure. I'll shoot him a text to see what he has to say. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. See what happens. <laughs> I can't remember who it was recently, but I uh oh Jean Lajoie. I saw a post of his on TikTok and it had like no fucking comments. So I was I messaged on one of the comment section. It was like, hey man, you want to be an, uh, a guest on our fucking podcast? We're Canadian based, blah blah blah. Never messaged me back. I thought, hey, fucking actually, uh Mark Roulette, one of the listeners he sent me a text the other day to see if we should uh apply or put ourselves out there for the iheart radio podcast awards how does one do that i'll send you the link and let's then... fucking do it bro or hey also... you know what we are canadian content there's degrassi trailer park boys and then fucking two sides of the story that's all we got people <laughs> like, how sick would that fucking be 
<laughs> Be Tom and Sean for out fucking rageous comedy podcasts. I'm forwarding it to you right now as we speak. Nice. I'll have a looky loo. Yeah. And if you if you're into it, like why not? I mean, we're yeah, like, fuck like, it. Seventy five episodes deep right now, so you know we're just a few shy of a hundred. Yeah, and then yeah, like we gotta do something. Should we do something special for a hundred or what? Well, here's here. This is why it's weird, right? Because we do once one a week, yeah. so then we do. We have our one hundred. You're like show. this with fifty. You're being such a shithead about. It. And, I know, but like, what 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 is, what's more important to you? Can't we just have both? Can't we have pie and cake for dessert? We have to choose one. Like, why are you judging us like this? Like, no, it just seems so silly to me to go like, and then four episodes later, congratulations, we're doing this for two years. I'd like to celebrate everything that we can celebrate because I love celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about it. I knew you yeah. were gonna fucking make this a thing. Like, well, I Jen, just, Sean. Like, are we really celebrating like two years and then 100? 100 is a fucking huge you, milestone. You just, you're like that teenage girl that wants to celebrate her birthday all fucking month long. Like, it's Jesus, man. Do you not out. celebrate your fucking birthday the whole month? No, I don't. You're a monster. No, I celebrate Black History Month during the month of my birthday. Okay. Uh, no, nothing should take that away. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I understand where you're coming from, but... I think we should celebrate episode 100. Yeah, oh, well, I I know we should. It's the big. Let's strictly thing. plan for 100, and then we'll talk about two years after episode 100 has already been released. This will be like the next month, so people will probably be over the fact that like we had a, a hundred episodes, and I'm like, ah, it's been two years. I know I want one of those. I can, is there a name to it? But the like blower things where you and it rolls out <laughs> a kazoo. Is it a kazoo? Uh, might be okay. I'll take kazoo as now. I thought kazoo was the plastic one that was like without the rollout. I don't know. Yeah, either way. Uh, let us know at two sides of story pod at gmail.com. Feel free to send us an email about this or any other ludicrous yeah. thing that we've said on any of our episodes. We'd love to hear feedback or shit talking or suggestions. Uh, yeah. We have some pretty good fan participation at times, and we'd like to keep that. I'd also like to get rolling. the guys from at least one of each show that have had me as guests of Earth uh, Earth Eight Nine Four and uh, and and uh, Star Wars. I just like what kind of show would you want to do? Because like what we do is we just shoot the shit. Like it's not like I know that we talk about pop culture and all. I that think stuff. we could easily like talk up with someone, another fellow podcaster, a about their show. A B, what got them into podcasting? C, what like what kind of person they are? Like, I don't see why we couldn't have someone on like that and just shoot the shit with yeah. them too. Because there's some really good guys. I would like to reach out to them and be like, hey, if you want to ever guest on, like, yeah, like, let's do it. We'll, we'll figure it out like when I get back. But uh, but yeah, no, I I feel like for one, like I, we owe some favors and some airtime to these guys for sure, hundred percent. And then um, um, it's just something like that I would like to do. I do think that um. I was. I also want to talk to you about changing our dynamic. I mentioned it last week about the FM, uh, how the guys at Earth Eight Nine Four try uh, do theirs. So uh, we might change from Zoom to a different dynamic. Ultimately, for our fans, nothing would change if they listen to it audio. It would just give them more options if they wanted to listen to video, right? Yeah. So it would be. It would just be an interesting thing. So something we can discuss off air for sure. A hundred percent. And then. 
And then it would be, I think it's just be a nice way. And then just to get to know other people that are out on the podcasting, like, yeah, it's just great. And then also like, you know, to reach out and be like, we're starting to get somewhere now because we have the episodes behind us. We have the a little bit of an account going in a couple different uh, forms of social media. So we exist. We have content now, which is something that you need in order to start pursuing growth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's cool, man. I All like right, it. cool, man. Well, let's. Uh, there's things to talk about. Um, so happy birthday in advance. Thanks, brother. Uh, uh, I'll I'll try to reach out to you, but mostly I'm hey, feeling like I'll be out of. Uh... It's fine. I do have a request though. Ooh. Bring me back a rock, something oh, that no. strikes. Just something cool off one of the beaches, whether it's a seashell, a rock. I'll try to. Here's the thing. I'm going strictly carry on. So I don't know what the rules. I don't need something big. Just a pebble. I know. But I mean, like, I don't know what the rules are for blunt objects like a rock. You know what I mean? A tiny rock, though, you could swallow and then figure it out later. Right. You really want to put me through this? I shouldn't talk about you being a mule on the pod just in case people are listening. Yeah, it's the wrong listeners. Some cats, a person's like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> Anywho, or a coin, rock or coin, something specific to Greece. That's like all. a euro. I if it's Greece specific, yes. If not, then no. Well, you can just get euro. euros anywhere, but you might find some local currency. Just keep an eye out. That's all. Something unique. If you see it, if you don't, it's no big deal. I have this conversation with everyone when they go to foreign countries. If you see something cool, I collect coins, I collect rocks. Keep a fucking eye out. That's all. Sounds good. I I promise to do this. Sweet. Thanks. No big deal if you don't. It's I, I understand it's time constraints and space constraints. Well, it's if you happen to see something little rock somewhere, you're like, oh, fuck, that's kind of shiny and kind of cool. I'll probably be like, holy fuck, look at this fucking, oh, my God. And it's just the people, the history there. Who knows who picked up that stone and threw it at some point? Who the fuck knows? It's pretty cool. All right, man. I'll, I'll keep you in the. I'll I have a couple the... chunks of fucking Scottish castles. I have a piece of glass from a fucking uh, parliament building in Bulgaria from the USSR days. Like some pretty interesting I'll, little. I'll, I'll destroy some public property for <laughs> Berlin you. Wall. All these things I have a piece of already. All right. I don't know. It, as long as it's legal to have a piece of those. If it's not, then I definitely don't. <laughs> all right man all right uh you want to wrap us up this week sure sounds good thank you for tuning in everybody i'm sean sides and this has been one side of the story i'm tom sides and this has been another side of the story have a great week everyone live long and story. two sides of the story two sides of the story Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.